My subconscious way of saying that I have something to say. Please, Don't worry. silence I, yourself. I, I edit like 85% of them out. So That's pretty the, good. Oh. The other thing to keep in mind is uh, also that this is your list, so we shouldn't be interrupting you. At all. You this should interrupt just a monologue. us. I, I want to go into your list because I don't remember your list. <laughs> I read it over, but I forget exactly what all you put on there. So I, I want to go into it. Now, now he's making all these changes. Oh. Hey guys, uh, Ocean's Twelve. Now that he's uh. making nonstop changes to it from the beginning to the end. Oh, I, I was thinking maybe I won't even do a list per se. It'll be more just like I'll just talk for an hour. Here's my top ten favorite things about movies. About mo- yes. So I like when okay ten. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with things that are cool. I really like when I'm watching a movie. Oh, just and there's just like in cool general, things. there's like cool things. You're like, man, that's great. I like when they do For cool instance, things. In the movie oh, Jurassic specific. Park, in the movie Jurassic Park, when some of the characters do cool things, I really love that about that movie. <laughs> that that was cool. That man. was really all right. Cool. Number nine, right. I like when movies are pretty, like short. <laughs> pretty pretty short because then it doesn't well take pretty up your anything time. like I don't like when movies are so of anything oh yeah so just like pretty. Yeah, if movies absolutely. like pretty good I prefer that over really good yeah I want to be oh, overwhelmed I, yeah I, for instance say. the movie um, 101 Dalmatians nice, pretty, nice. Pretty, good. pretty good like Guardians of the Galaxy that's way too oh, hold the way fuck, too hold the fucking phone all right <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves all right Anyway. Matt, you should have done the top ten movies that we did the last ten episodes on. That's what you should have done. Here are the last ten movies we've reviewed on the podcast. We should do that sometime. We'll do that our we'll next do that for our ten year anniversary. That requires that requires Parker just saddens his face up like a little hurt Like dog. I can't believe Chris isn't quitting. <laughs> uh, you guys are just waiting. You're just waiting for me. To, like I know for a fact, the moment I go, yeah, I'm thinking of throwing in the towel. Parker's like, great, and start cleaning. We're, up we're his not going to say great, but on the same, on the other hand, we're also not going to continue on. Chris, when, when I when I started, we're not the going show, to bear this burden. Chris, when I started the show, I was well aware of the fact that you had a heart attack at the age of 23. <laughs> so I was like, yep. how long could this possibly go? Yeah, uh, we we knew you had a hearty attack. Hearty attack. <laughs> I don't know why it came out the way. <laughs> you I had, had a little hearty attack. I all right. had a hearty dick. <laughs> oh <Whoa>, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it hurt what my, happened with your heart? It Did it like you? It hit my It hit my aorta. <laughs> And my aioli by the throat. <laughs> if only, if only the ER doctor who saw me that day talked like that, it would have made that experience way funnier than it was. Would you like a Betty Dan? I hate to bring this up, Mister Club, but uh, uh, you had a heart attack. Be <laughs> like Patch Adams to the extreme. I would love that. That'd be great. I'd be like, I would. I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get through one diagnosis. <laughs> oh, that, that'd be great. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix, but not this week. Or the last week. Or the last or the week. week before or the that. week before that. 
That's and right. Maybe not for a. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, who knows? This this maybe this not is forever. this is really working out. I'm telling you, we record whenever the hell we feel like it. Uh, we don't have to like do any real prep work. Like, hey, see a I movie. watched. I watched three. Rewatched three of wow. these. Nice. That's more work as than you do as for the regular. The, exactly. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. Uh, so this week we're no, doing. No, we know. We know it is. <laughs> Seriously, it's very apparent. No, we know. You don't have to try. To I don't do our listenership. Anything. Knows. We know. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Our listenership knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> there are people who haven't listened who know. Hey, it's, I. It's, it's I try. Kind of. That that we don't know. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> now we're back on track. Uh, this week we are doing our final list episode. For now, we might keep doing it. Who knows? I'm sure we'll revisit it when we want another vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this week is Matt's list of top ten. Uh, what, what exactly are you calling this? The top ten? Oh, so Parker did top ten well, wait, movies. Wait, wait, Before we get into this, let's oh. talk about some other things first. All right. Oh, okay, I was gonna All right, we'll go into this. No, okay. no, because I, I want him to reveal this list because, you know, it's, it's ah, cool. Okay. I, want, I right. want the big reveal. So, so you have to wait. Oh, yeah, Trudge okay, through right. this, listeners. <laughs> Well, so, I imagine it will be the episode title. <laughs> it won't really nope. be. Oh, we'll just make it Matt's list. <laughs> just there, you go. Matt's list. Hey, we got a title. You gotta listen. So that'll, that'll draw him in. That'll draw the listeners. Schaefer's list. That sounds vaguely like that movie. <laughs> Schaefer's list. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, let's. Uh. Oh. Well. Let let let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Start off on the on the low on the note. somber note. So of course. Uh. Robin Williams, tragic uh, suicide. Um, when it came out, I'm, I'm pretty sure it hit all of us because we're all pretty big fans of Robin Williams in one mm-hmm. way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it, for me, when it came out on Facebook, I was like, "Damn!" Anytime a, a, a top tier actor dies, I'm always like, ah, "It really sucks." Uh, when when Richard Attenborough died, I was like, "Oh, that sucks," but he was like 90, you know. So right. I was like, "Well," but when when Someone like Robin Williams takes his own life. I was like, oh. Well, it's got is, a lot of... This is the worst. By the way, as a side note, I found out about his death through this show because whenever End of the Critic, for whatever reason, Facebook deems it that whenever a group that I'm an admin of posts something, it'll send me a text message. Uh, oh, you got to change so that. So I got a text message uh, saying Robin, R.I.P. Robin Williams. Like, was and I was like just Michael like, and I was Michael like, and right away yeah. I was like, okay, we would never joke about this. Right, so right. Definitely yeah. dead. Yeah. That's yeah. not something we would like, joke about. Uh, yeah, I heard, and and it was one of those things where it's like somebody said it, like that they, they had read it, and I was like, I gotta find out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it was I one of those like, thing. so there's no way that I'm gonna believe this. You know, because I'm not going to, like, be shattered because so there's thanks, so many hoaxes. Thanks but. again, Chris, for roping me into something that was uh, the the herald of awful news uh, shattering my childhood. <laughs> oh. Thanks thanks a lot I mean, for making it, me a part of this can. beautiful I, I, I'm not the one who made the post. That's I'm true. Because yeah. I read it the same way. I learned it through our, our Facebook page, just R.I.P. Right. Robin Williams. Like, ah, oh, crap. No, but there there are a lot of factors that go into why this is so, like, soul-crushing. Uh-huh. Um, we all kind of grew up in his era. Oh, I yeah. mean, I was a little bit younger, but I still grew up in his era of when he was just one of the biggest comedians in Hollywood. Yep. And he was not just a comedian. He definitely, you know, sort of toppled that role and became a genuine dramatic actor as oh, well. Oh, absolutely he did. Uh, sometimes mixing the two yeah. to, to really, you know, great effect. 
And so many of his movies were just so, like, hopeful yep. and life-affirming. Mm-hmm. And to see somebody like that, like, end their own life, it's just, it really gets to you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's incredibly tragic. Um, the one, the one, if they're, you know, the, the one silver lining to it is it did bring, kind of on the forefront, people are starting to talk about depression, m- depression yeah. and, and, and as a mental illness. Yeah. And and that I, I wish it would have come about in another way, yeah. <laughs> but that is a, a discussion that definitely needs to happen in this often, country. That's often what happens. Yeah, it's so. often the way it gets yeah. of the limelight. Yeah. So I think everybody here at Enter the Critic was very just deeply uh, affected. Like yeah. it just really sucked. <laughs> but so so just yep. a like a just you know in in the the vein of the the list we've been doing, you want to just you know. Whatever your favorite Robin Williams movie or movies are. Oh boy, I'm gonna without any preparation, just kind of off the top of your head. I can never decide between two movies. Which which? So are. I'll let you go first. Well, I don't have any in mind. I just you don't. I as I said it, I was like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to do that. So I haven't it, thought of it yet. It always comes for me. I love Dead Poets Society, and I I love um, Wow Alzheimer's can't think of it um you're thinking of goodwill hunting goodwill hunting yes yeah, yeah. I, it always comes down to those two yeah for me. definitely that that's what pamela was at we were talking about it and she's she i think she's gotten she used to be dead poet society 100 percent. like that was her favorite movie of all time and i and and for her i think that is still her favorite movie but as far as robin williams goes i think she picks you know Dead Poet Society because just how great of a character he was. Right. But um, I don't know. I, I have such amazing memories of having seen Aladdin in Aladdin theaters. Uh-huh. Is, Aladdin yeah. would be up there, too. Like, Aladdin in theaters, like, when it came out, and just, like, marveling his, I mean, at his, his voice just, acting yeah. is incredible in that movie. Yeah. Like, um, what, like what he accomplished. Oh, when you look at that genie song, ain't, ain't <laughs> ever had a friend like me, there's, like... 16 spot on impressions in that Oh, absolutely. Song. <laughs> that that to this day I probably couldn't name all of them. Right. And as a kid, I was just mesmer- mesmerized because there were all these different characters appearing on screen. I didn't know who like 90% of them were, but I was just like that's And yet crazy. and yet it didn't matter. Like no, that it didn't was matter what was at all. Great about no. Him. Right. I mean that was uh yeah, Aladdin would probably be my pick. Although I will say the happiest that uh, I saw him in a movie that I didn't know I was going to see him in was the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. Where I was oh, like, yeah. oh, snap. I was not prepared for that. Yeah, I was so that happy. was awesome. Um, but I also, even though the movie's not incredible, I love his character, just the way he portrays it, because it's so different than what he's used to doing, was One Hour Photo. Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah. Where well, he just, that was he, definitely one of the ones where it was like, you know, him br- like breaking away. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen Insomnia? Yep, that's yeah, another that's, one where he's yeah. just, he's incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing funny about it, but it really shows his acting chops. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was, ugh. but no, if I would pick a favorite, it would have to be Death to Smoochie. Yeah, mm. that is a great movie. I love that movie. That movie's wonderful. And he's he's funny, but he's really dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is like a, a, a kind never... of early early film in the the funny, dark, you know, dark like right. really like because it's like really like it's really dark. <laughs> I've never seen that one, and I haven't seen uh, his later dark one, the, the uh, World's Best Dad. Yeah. I've not seen World's Best Dad. Yeah, I've heard they're dad. both kind of World's Greatest Dad. Oh, World's okay. Greatest yeah. Dad, yeah. Yeah, that that is a great movie. I I, I I like that one a lot. I like both Death of Sushi and yeah. that as well. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think I think Aladdin's gotta be up there. I really I really loved um you know, the birdcage. Him and Nathan Lane were amazing in that. Oh, and yeah. I and what dreams may come, he wasn't necessarily amazing in it, but that's a movie that always stuck with me for a long time. Oh, it's very visually Yeah. Like stunning. that movie like was like, What if Damn. you guys if you guys have a chance and, and, and the listener should definitely go do this uh, if you have a moment. Go on YouTube and check out the um, in the actor's studio with Robin Williams. With Robin yeah. Williams, there is uh, a one section. I can't remember what minute it's at, but there's one section where they start taking questions from the audience, and they ask him, "Are you thinking faster than all of us because you just are so good at improv? And how do you do that?" And he gives a, something like a nine minute answer that is just him doing impromptu comedy and answering the question at the same time and it's 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 like mm-hmm. watching just genius unfold yeah <laughs> in in real time it's incredible to watch uh, it's all on youtube I, I i watched the other day and it's 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 like just great the thing that and i don't want to spend too much more time in this but the thing that really gets you is the idea that like these people that because he was such an incredible comedian mm-hmm. such a, 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 a Truly an, an immense actor, very creative, uh, and yeah, had that ability to improv. You know, his improvisa- improvisational skills were unparalleled. Yeah, all yeah. in one person. If you're that kind of actor and you're not funny at all, and you're you suck on thinking on your feet, you could just read a script and you can be a great character actor. Those kind of people come around every once in a while. Right. If you're a great comedian and you have excellent timing. You can make a career out of that, too, if you're the best. He was, like, the Both. top of his tier at all of those yeah. things. Yep. Yeah. And you have to think that, we've talked about this before, that when you have all of that in one person, it has to take something away. Oh, yeah. yeah. It almost always does. Whether yep. you're a, just a huge jerk in real life, which Robin Williams was not. He was, you know, what we know about him, he was a pretty kind, oh, giving yeah. man yeah. at his yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, or but there's, there's a toll that's going to there's be a, taken There's a somewhere. toll that's yeah. taken right, somehow, exactly. and I can't help but come back to I for, that. I forget, like, the, yeah, I forget the I forget who said the quote, but the quote was, uh, show me the funniest man alive, and I will show you a very sad man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we have some things to look forward to just to keep everybody, you know, like excited for the future. He does have an uncredited appearance in Zero Theorem, the new oh, yes. Cool. That'll be sweet um, to see. And uh, he's he is... The Church of Batman the Redeemer billboard spokesman. (laughs) 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 Which sounds just amazing. That that sounds (sighs) wonderful. We also have um, a couple movies that are out this year that... um, we don't. I don't know, like if they're going to get major releases, but Boulevard and The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. I saw a well trailer as, for Angriest Man in Brooklyn. That looks good. And as well as three in post production, we have uh, Merry Friggin' Christmas, uh, Night at the Museum, reprising his role of Teddy Roosevelt, and another thing called Absolutely Anything, where he's uh, a voice. Terry Jones, director. Mm. So. Yeah, well, well, at least we'll with Simon Pegg in it as well. Oh, so. cool. uh, that should be fun. Cool. All right. Well, uh, moving on, uh, we did want to touch on one last uh, thing before we get to your list, just real briefly. So, we all saw Guardians of the Galaxy a second time. We did, or some of us a fourth time. Wow. Uh, now, Incredible. I'd like to defend myself on that. Two of those times, I didn't pay. Okay. So, you know. Get off my back. I didn't pay my second time. So, <laughs> my uh, my in laws wanted to go see it, and they said, "Hey, we're buying." And I said, "That's not a problem." 
And then my parents were like, we've heard about this Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And I'm like, we're going to go see it. <laughs> and then my parents were like, we're paying. Oh, yeah. What did all those people think? Um, my my in-laws thought it was great. My mother-in-law said it was better than the Avengers. Uh, my father, who is I d- cannot remember a time that he said this, said that was good. I'm going to buy it when it comes out on DVD. Wow. Nice. I don't think my dad's nice. ever said that, where he's like, nice. I'm going to look forward to purchasing a movie when it's released. Normally, dad doesn't do that. So he, he really, yeah, my parents really liked it. So it was very, I was I was like, great, you can stay my parents. Was, <laughs> it was a real, it was really, we were really worried. Um, oddly enough, uh, we wait, we waited through the credits for the stinger. And when the stinger happened, my dad just started laughing and I'm like, does he does he get it? And he looks at me and goes, "Howard the Duck." I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> that's great, that's great." So, yeah, that, that yeah, they they loved it. They loved it. So awesome. A- any thoughts like having revisited it, it yourself? It holds up on it holds up on rewatch, man. It well, really holds up on rewatch. I, I went to see it a second time with girlfriend of the show, Christina, and this is this has happened multiple times where I've gone to see like on opening night a big movie. Where everyone was laughing, right? Everyone was having a good time. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was the loudest one in the theater. I yep. was maybe in only like the twentieth percentile of. And that's very accurate laughters. of our first viewing. So, yes. usually when I end up going with her because of her schedule, it's a week or so after, like uh, on a weekday, in like an earlier evening showing. Right. So the theaters maybe like a third full. This happened mm-hmm. with the Lego Movie. Yeah. I'm the only one laughing like hysterically. <laughs> so I feel bad already because I'm just like, I know she's like slightly embarrassed and I can't <laughs> right. help it because I love these. Like when I see a movie that I love a second time, I laugh to compensate right, right. for the jokes because I'm like, fuck it. These are really funny, funny jokes. jokes yeah. People <laughs> need to laugh. So I'm going to laugh hysterically and hopefully people will join me. People were laughing, but it's just the nature of a smaller right. theater. Small theaters do that. Yeah. Um, so I loved it the second time, but this whole time I was kind of worried of like, is she gonna? Because like nobody else is really into it. Blah 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 blah. She said it was her favorite. Like without hesitation, said it was her favorite Marvel nice. movie. Nice, right away. So it it's a cool thing. I don't know. Just as like a meta statement that these like movies that are based off of comic books, you know, things that we don't really think should belong to everyone mm-hmm. or like we, we, we look at and we look at the different storylines and the way far out characters right. and we're just like, no, my girlfriend or my parents or my parents in laws, none of they, they aren't going to care, gonna, about, this. care about this at all. It is cool to see that like at the core of these stories and these characters, there's still something to grasp onto mm-hmm. when you do it right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Right. When exactly. you do it right. Exactly. That's Which why we exactly all look to Joel Schumacher's Batman Return. Oh. <laughs> or no, Batman. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Batman yes. and Robin. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that kind of touches on where I was coming from. So I, I took Pamela to see it. I'm curious to see or hear what she um, thought. I was curious because I was like, um, you know, before going in, I said, I'm not going to explain anything mm-hmm. like backstory or whatever like that I had going into it, even though even though I'm limited to Guardians of the Galaxy knowledge, I'm I'm fairly versed in the the surrounding story. Right. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to say anything going in. I'm just going to say, like, keep an open mind the way you did when we watched like Star Wars for the first time, because it's very, very similar, like in in tone and 
like what it expects from the audience. You know, like if you walk into Star Wars and you're like, wait, why does that dude look like that? You're not going to enjoy this fall movie. Apart. <laughs> like, right. why does that dude have a sh- head shaped like an L? Like, just roll with <laughs> just, it. Yeah. So, so we went into it and and yeah, right away, you know, laughing the whole time. She loves Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, and, and all the way through, amazing. And we get out of there, and she's like, um, and the one thing I was looking for was I was trying to see like how much they reiterated certain things that we like comic book enthusiasts might not have needed a re- reiterated yeah and and so like we i was like paying attention to like um how many times they talk about like the cree and why they're mad and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff and who ronan is and like they really did a good job of like giving that information out in a way that i wasn't like wow they're really driving this point home but at the same time enough information that then pamela wasn't like Wait, what is happening? So I, like, I thought the same way. Yeah. yeah, afterwards we talked about it, and she said, "I don't really like." It, and it was very similar. We were talking about like Star Wars. She's like, "The first time I watched Star Wars well, before we talked about it, I I didn't really grasp the idea of the Empire and mm-hmm. a Rebel Alliance mm-hmm. and what was exactly was happening. All I saw was Princess Leia being chased. A big scary dude comes on her ship and is like interrogating her, and like." That and like, then they get away or something. It, it, you know, it's so the it's economy like, of storytelling. Right. He, all right. you need to he's evil. Right. She's good. Exactly. All you need to know. Right. Yep. So they did a good job of saying like that dude's scary, so he's evil. And then if you watch it again, or if you pay attention, or if you care, then you're like, oh, okay. Those he's, details are presented. He's an to extremist you. of his like culture, and he's trying to like. He's blah, avenging blah, blah. his father exactly, and his grandfather. And they talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So there's all this other. It's kind all of, given there, like, okay. but but with subtlety. Yes, absolutely. Um, but not in it, a way that you're like. They don't demand that you know it because no. you don't need to know you, it. Absolutely yeah. not. All but, you need to know is he's evil. Right. But at the same time, you don't have to just go to the comics to find out that information. It's there mm-hmm. in some form or another that you could then delve into later. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated that. And so, yeah, she absolutely loved it. And again, she, you know, as, as I said, loves Chris Pratt. But yeah, she was like, Groot was her favorite character. 100%. Really? And... Um, did she and, cry when Groot eats it? She said, she's like, I almost cried like a couple times. How ridiculous at a movie like this to, to almost cry. And I'm like, hey, man. Hey, Melissa <laughs> squirted. The, she four times got that waterworks going. Yep. <laughs> Every and, single time. And then uh, also amazed as well, like we were, that that was Bradley Cooper. Like, she's like, yeah. I could not hear that it was him. And I'm like, yeah, he, com- he continues he does to a amaze great us job. with his abilities. <laughs> like, every one of his talents, I'm like, wow, I'm... How does he do it? Like, I, just, again I, w- again. I want to hate him so much, <laughs> but I can't. So anyway, yeah, so I, that's nice. I just wanted to retouch on it now yeah. that we've all seen it cool. more than once. Because that first time you see it, it's just it's hard to not be like, this is awesome. Right, right, yeah. It's that, <laughs> it's that second or third viewing where you're like, yeah. all right, if I'm going to find problems, I'm going to find them now. Yeah, this, and, uh, this is where I'm going to start going, eh. And one, I'll one tell more, you, I didn't. One more note from my viewing is that despite the fact that he was playing a character completely slathered in makeup, looking vaguely human, and a genocidal maniac, Christina still swooned over uh, Lee Pace. Wow, I thought for sure so, you were going to ho- say... Hollywood crushes no no bounds. Um, even if you're a genocidal maniac with blue skin and, you know, well, he, he a, a power stone. Lee Pace voice. You know, uh, that's it was still kinda, that was enough. Kind of. That was enough. He still had that delivery. The Cree. <laughs> Anyway, oh I do not bow to you. 
I, I will say uh, when when we saw it uh, with my parents, we saw it at the um, Effort of Maine, which had a lot of families. So when we got to the Jackson Pollock painting joke, <laughs> I think me and my dad were the loudest really? people in That's the theater, great. and uh, it, like, and then eventually all the parents started laughing, and every kid was like, "What? <laughs> I don't get what? it. What?" And we're like, "Just don't worry. <laughs> we're just gonna keep moving on." <laughs> they got away with that because it's. It does go by it's pretty real quick. quick. Yeah, real well, quick. It was like we, we couple, missed it the yeah, first time. The, yeah, exactly. Like I didn't hear exactly what he referred to it as. He, right. I, I just all I heard was blacklight, and right. we all <laughs> lost it. Right. And then afterwards, it was like, oh, right. <laughs> and like, when, yeah. and I had also missed when what's his name Batista was like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was just thinking about something else. <laughs> 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 oh, wonderful. So if you haven't, anyway, <laughs> if if you're one of the three people on this earth yeah. who haven't gone yeah. to see. Uh, if Guardians. you're one of the three people from this galaxy. Oh, nice. Uh, for the love of God, you'll see I it. just assume these people aren't even listening to the show at this yeah. point. <laughs> no, like, they who's... are. They're avid listeners. They're angry. <laughs> they're, no, they're just like, I can't believe they're still talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> when are they going to get back? I refuse to see it. <laughs> I'm a staunch DC supporter. <laughs> okay, I well, can't you wait en- for their upcoming <laughs> films. <laughs> you enjoy none of their movies that are going to be good. Anyway. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do this here. You're... Yeah, what's, what's the big reveal? What's the big reveal? Let's do it. So Parker had movies that make you feel. That's right. And yeah. I am doing movies that make you feel dot, 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 like a badass. Oh, yeah. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yeah, none of my movies made you feel like a badass. I'm, it, it was fairly open-ended, because I said, like, on mine, it was like, some of these movies will make you feel really good right. or happy. Both of them will make you feel pretty depressed. So or my sad. list is just more f- uh, this, your list, but more focused. <laughs> right, way more just focused. focused on feeling on one thing, um, and that feeling is that you're going to go conquer. So anyone, yeah. So so this list is pretty much an action adventure list, uh, but trying to stay in that realm of these are movies that when you watch them, you're like, hell yeah. Uh, the movies where afterwards, when you're like walking around outside, when like, like, like I've had these where you walk out to your car from the theater, and you're just like looking you're around, strut. just like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. All but, right, no, I, no, okay. For me, <laughs> it's when you're walking out of the theater and you jump on your motorcycle and you start it up, you go out to the the the, the, the T, and then you dump the clutch and peel out, nearly eating shit and dunching the bike. Yeah, but pulling it out just enough and just being like, yeah. <laughs> and yep. then you get to the next stop sign, and you're like, that was dumb. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I'm not a badass. <laughs> I, Why am I doing this? I looked really cool, but I could have looked really in a hospital. <laughs> so, yeah, movies that make you do that. Ma- movies that make you die. Um, <laughs> another another title for this list. But it is pretty much action-adventure. I did throw in a few curveballs. Sort of. Looking forward to it. Uh, but let's get started, and I am going to try to not spend more than like five minutes on each one, because we've I'm, already spent a lot of time I'm, here. I, I'm, I'm so. smelling double episode here, guys. That's all I'm saying. Just I mean, go. we could. We could. Just if start we want, talking. Do we want to spend more time? We'll right, figure it we out. We'll figure oh, it out. When we and hit. by the way, I listened to your lists. I wasn't here for your lists, so I, uh, but I did listen. And I'm not pulling any of this pansy no order bullshit. Oh, you oh, this is in order. order. This is wow. in order. Uh, wow. Uh, from badass to most badass. To oh, badassist. 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 <laughs> That's actually a movie, by the bad-assist. way. Badassist. Oh, wow. More badass. Maybe I should have put it on here. Um, no, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> okay. So 
I don't think there are really any exploitation films on this list, so sorry, oh. Chris. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, but my first entry is a Western. Hot oh. diggity damn. Uh, probably, in, in at least in terms of just being like a badass movie, not the best Western, but... My favorite, like, badass Western. Open Range with Kevin Costner. I agree. <laughs> yes. Super Open cool. Range with Kevin Costner. So Wonderful. badass. Wonderful. No, this is the 1993 uh, Kurt Russell oh, epic yes. Yes. Western Tombstone. Yes. Uh, oh. Tombstone is, just as far as the characters go, everyone in this movie is such a badass. Incredible badass. <laughs> uh, there's I mean, so much testosterone on the screen at any given time. Let me just go down through this cast list because I, I read this before re-watching this um, the other day, and I was blown away yep. by this cast list. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, and probably my favorite Val Kilmer role. Uh, yep, I'll go with that. Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth. Uh-huh. Just hit, just that just man's that name. name. <laughs> you've seen him in stuff, and he is a badass. Uh, Michael Bean. Is that how you say his last name? Michael Beam. Michael Beam. Um, who, if you don't know him, he's from the original Terminator, uh, Aliens, Aliens. etc. Like, and he is also an incredible, incredible. badass in this movie. Charlton Heston. Yep. <laughs> I mean, gosh, it's so good. And if you've never seen this movie, it is loosely, loosely, loosely based on uh, Wyatt Earp. Yes. Wyatt Earp and his two brothers... And uh, his longtime faithful friend Doc Holliday, yes, and best character. Yes, uh-huh. I, I mean, I mean, as much of a badass as everyone in, in, is in this movie, Val Kilmer steals steals the, the show. show. Yeah. And imagine that steals the show with that cast list. Val yep. Kilmer rises above. Yeah. I mean, he just plays this incredible character that the whole time is like on death's doorstep, right. dying, Constantly. dying from. Uh, Whatever. Tuberculosis. Yeah, tuberculosis. The whole time he's like coughing up blood, like sweating <laughs> profusely, yep, yep. and yet the whole time you know he could kill any motherfucker Anybody. on the screen. Anybody. There's a great scene where uh, Michael Bean's character, who is, I forget all these old West names, but they're all famous names, so you people that are Western fans Johnny Ringo. Yeah, Johnny Ringo. He plays Johnny Ringo. <laughs> comes into the uh, casino... And tries to intimidate Doc Holliday. <laughs> so he takes out his pistol, starts flipping it around with all these... Which, I don't know if he did those. I'd have to assume he could yeah. have. He did? No, that, that, that was him. just did that. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. If yeah. he actually Especially learned how to do up, that. If you pick up one of those guns, yeah, they're, they're heavy. heavy. Yeah. Super so heavy. he does all kinds of flipping tricks yep. with his pistol. Yep, yep. Goes on for like 20 to 30 <laughs> seconds. Puts it back in. Everyone Everyone's likes hooting his, and hollering. And, yeah. and you're like, well, what's Doc going to do to top that? Doc takes out his little, like... So his silver whiskey glass. His little silver whiskey glass. And does the same thing with the whiskey glass. And it's so hilarious. And he bests him. He yeah. bests him just yeah. by doing that. Just by doing and that. And he avoids having to shoot him, basically, because everyone's laughing. It would be right. ridiculous for just them to shoot each other then. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so And good. one of my favorite lines in the movie, he's sitting there playing the, the piano in a saloon, and he's playing this beautiful piece, and this drunk guy who's a cowboy. The bad guys in these movies are the cowboys, which yeah. was right. a real life gang of just off, like really bad dudes, yep. and marauders, and whatever. Comes up to him, starts, you know, sort of like he drunkenly, asked, yeah. yeah, drunkenly asking him if the, is that like the guy who wrote uh, 
Landtown Races or whatever his yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah. He like going on and on. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. And he starts rattling off songs. And Doc Holliday just sort of like annoyingly turns to him. He's like, it's Frederick fucking Chopin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. Now, <laughs> yeah, to- Tombstone does have some issues as far as, as far as a movie is concerned, but there's a there's those a reason, aside, there's a reason it's on this list and not my favorite westerns or my right. favorite movies. Period. It is a it is not a it is a flawed movie. In fact, considering how much I read about how much production hell this went through, uh huh. Um, they went through like three directors. Well, and by the end, it was pretty much just Kurt Russell directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly, yeah. he he was basically ghost directing the film for uh, George Costamos. Yeah. Uh, he would go he would go to his trailer at night and basically run over the the scenes for the next day and be like, "Here's what we kind of want to do." Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he would actually have sort of like a sign language that he would wow. do <laughs> to get him to like run the show. Right, but right. it was pretty much at that point, like a Marionette. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. You know who was supposed to play Wide Earp originally was uh uh I did not. Kevin uh Costner. Mm. Oh, was originally and, Yes, and that's why they did the movie Wide Earp. Because yeah, he was like this is not what I want to do. I want to do this movie so he does Wide Earp and it fails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So bad choice Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah, this so, movie's this movie's great. Yeah. I I can't I can't say enough. It's not it's not a perfect movie. Uh, but it is immensely entertaining, and it is super badass. Absolutely. Uh, badass. So if you're in, in the mood for just a really badass, and if you want to see some badass mustaches, oh yeah, this is the movie. <laughs> All for the mustaches, you. so many mustaches. In a movie with Sam Elliott, he is not even necessarily the best mustache. No. So uh, uh, Pamela pa- has Powers, a- Powers Booth. I say that's the yeah, best. Yeah, I agree. Pamela has a uh, birthmark on her leg that. I claim looks like Sam Elliott's mustache. What? So I got I got So I drew a, a picture of it off of her birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a picture. <laughs> That's amazing. I'll, I'll that post you this did on that. our Facebook page. Oh God, is she gonna be okay with it? Right, yeah, this is on her Facebook. Page. Oh, the, the hell with it. That'll be all right. So, That's yeah. great. If you need another reason why this movie is amazing, you can there see you Pamela's go. birthmark yep. on a man acting. Yep, <laughs> pretty great. All right, so that's our first entry. Um, next up, we have, I believe this is Harrison Ford's only entry on this movie. And again, not near his best film, but in my opinion, maybe his most badass, Air Force One. Oh, yeah. Wow, yes. 1997, Air Force One. Uh, starring, of course, Harrison Ford as President James Marshall. Gary Oldman in one of my favorite vill- just, just one of his best history of amazing roles. villain roles. Yes. Maybe my favorite. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Glenn Close, William H. Macy is great in it. Uh, and there's a couple other names there, but those are the heavy hitters. This uh, movie, Dean Stockwell. Everybody oh, likes yep. Dean Stockwell. Yep, he's in there too. Yep. So this movie's pretty simple in execution. It's what happens when terrorists take over Air Force One. Right. Oh, and your and, president is also and able also, to kick yes. a lot of ass. And also what happens when the president, you know, we often hear about veteran presidents that fought in whatever war. And right, right, right. What happens when they actually get to use those skills <laughs> yep. that they supposedly have? Yep. Uh, this movie's just filled with just this is, great... This isn't your president from Independence Day where all he does is fly a little plane. No, yeah. no, give, no. Give a speech. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, honestly, it's one of my. It's probably the most patriotic movie in this. I don't think there's really any other patriotic movies in this list. If you want a movie that's gonna make you go, fuck yeah, America. That's right. <laughs> Watch Air Force One. This is a very bro movie, it's, right? Here. It's a very bro movie. It's just a very bro much America. like a fist pumping movie. Yeah, uh, but it's also very tense. Oh hell yeah! Um, Gary Oldman makes this movie extremely tense because he will kill anyone yeah. and justify it. With the most insane, mm-hmm. like, just reasoning behind what he's doing, and he will make you believe, like, yep, he would he would kill his probably his own children to, oh, to yeah. do what he wants to do in this in this film, and yeah, it's tense, but it's also just like it's so good. There's so many mo- there's so many moments where just different characters just take matters into their own hands. <laughs> um, yeah, what? that speech that Gary Oldman gives. Like when, when like uh, uh, when 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 they're on the plane and he, he just kind of flips over the thing and he just goes on this kind of like long rant monologue and I'm like sitting there thinking, oh god, yeah, <laughs> this dude's crazy. Um, I'm actually really ashamed. I didn't see this movie till way late in the game. Really? Uh, it it it's in Melissa's when we when we moved in together. We decided to to seal our relationship by combining DVD and Blu-ray collections. Okay. Um, and I'm going through her stuff, and I'm like, Air Force One, I've, I've never seen that. And she's like, stop everything. <laughs> We're seeing that right now. Um, and I was, because I always thought, like, ah, this movie can't be that good. Uh, damn. Yeah. It's, if you ever just want to watch, sit down, and I mean, that applies to pretty much any of these movies. But I, I, I guess an example of this is the last time I saw part of this movie was about a month ago when I was in Oregon. We were uh, sitting down, actually getting ready to go to the wedding that I was there for. But I was scrolling through the channels, saw Air Force One, boom, going to that, obviously. And it was starting about maybe 20 to 30 minutes in, so shit had already hit the fan. And I just got done watching the, uh, I think it was the the head of the military, or the one character um, played by, I don't know, I want to look it up. But he starts talking about, like, Everyone's disagreeing about what the president's doing. They're right. basically saying this is irresponsible. The president didn't go through his escape pod. He had an, they have an escape pod on the plane for him to go out. He doesn't go out. He wants to stay on and try to yeah, save try everybody. to yeah. try to save his family and his his you know friends. So you know the different people in the uh, sort of war room here are arguing and saying, like, this is irresponsible. It's his duty as the president to persevere his own life. And the general basically gets up and he's like, you know, this this man fought and bled in Vietnam. He knows that the element of surprise is one of the greatest assets to any soldier. He's using it. <laughs> just like, that's so cool. That's all, yeah. all right. It's just little stuff like that. that and this is also great. an era when, um, and I think a lot of the movies on your list are going to be this era, yeah. of you could have an action hero that wasn't like in his 20s. Mm-hmm. Like Harrison Ford, I'd imagine, was in like, I don't know, 40s at this point, early 40s? That is, that is none of my movies. I don't have a single movie where the... Well, except maybe the next one coming up, but that's a little yeah. bit different. But yeah, like the, the there was a time when you didn't have buffed out bodybuilders mm-hmm. be your action heroes. Yep. You had just guys that kind of you you know Harrison Ford looked like uh, you know the everyman at that point in his career. Yeah, he was a middle aged man. Yeah, uh, but yeah, oh, so good. Absolutely. Um, get off my plane. <laughs> Pretty much every movie in this also has amazing one liners. So that was yeah. sort of criteria to go along with it. 
Uh, moving along, we have our first, a little bit of departure, a little bit of a curveball. This is the 2000 uh, Guy Ritchie Classic Snatch. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, if you've never seen Snatch, it goes, for, it goes without saying for every movie on this list that you need to see it. But if you're not even an action fan, this mo- this movie really doesn't have much action in it. It's sort of Guy Ritchie's old forte in a movie that is sort of a crime drama, sort of a sort of an action film, sort of, but mostly just driven by insane story interweaving stories it, and the best dialogue, the best dialogue, and just over the top characters mm-hmm. in this movie. The the characters alone make this movie, and that's what makes it badass. And in, in, if if in, in my opinion, yes, is just like the characterization alone just makes it totally badass. I I think the characters make it badass, and I think it's it's just endlessly quotable. Oh yeah, wor- wordplay that you could watch this movie like twenty times and still come across different things in the dialogue that will either make you laugh or just make you be like, "That's so such an interesting, cool sentence that just went across my ears." The script for this is so amazing. And you need to watch it with uh, you need to watch it first without any subtitles. Yeah, yeah. and then you <laughs> yeah. need to watch it with, with the subtitles, subtitles uh, not just for the British characters who are hard oh, to no, understand, but, but for Brad yep. Pitt's characters, absolutely, and, and all of his friends. Yeah. yeah, Brad Pitt plays this like <laughs> sort of pseudo gypsy yeah. Irish, you know, yeah. third class like hick citizen. They call them pikeys. Yep. Right. Um, and he basically talks like this. The entire movie, you can barely understand a fucking magic. Yeah, that's about that's and, pretty accurate. Uh, it's so funny to listen to, but his character's so great as well because he's this super scrawny. This is Brad Pitt at his like most like scrawny rip yep. stage, mm-hmm. like even more so than Fight Club. Yeah. I mean, he looks incredibly ripped, but super small. Yeah. Um. So you're not what you're not sure what to make of it, and then it turns out that he's this like lethal bare knuckle boxer that yep. can just like KO people in a single crack of his knuckles. So but many, so many good parts of this movie. It's it's really there's not so even many, worth trying to go over it. There, but. Yeah, there 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 there's so many like great parts, there's so many great quotes in this movie. This movie, like you said before, it's so quotable. Um, you're gonna see a ton of just great no name British character actors. Mm-hmm. Um, they may only be on for a couple minutes, but they're just great when they're on. Um, my absolute favorite, uh, uh, like <laughs> just one line, not even like, just one like line is when um, Dennis uh, Farnia is that how you say Farnia? Farina. Farina, sorry, Farina. Yeah. Um, when he goes, I don't like leaving my own country, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I especially don't like it for anything less than white sandy beaches with little drinks with little yellow caps in them. <laughs> And then Doug's, we have white sandy beaches. Who the fuck wants to see them? <laughs> yeah, him as the American. So yeah. My favorite scene is when, when what's his name's there, and he's like talking about like, my gun says Desert Eagle 5-0. Oh, oh Vinnie Jones. says Replica. <laughs> like, he's like you still pointing it for a second. Like, your little manky balls. And short right <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, Vinnie Jones is wonderful as, as bullet tooth Tony. This was also in an era where Jason Statham was not just like a one note actor. This was right. my first Jason Statham movie, and so mm-hmm. every film after that, I was confused right. because I thought he was just a character. I didn't know he was this 
martial arts guy or whatever. Right. Like I, I thought he's he was not just. In, he's not. No, he's not. No, and not, he's not in, in in a lot of his early yeah. movies. Yeah. Like that. Like Lockstock and. Yeah. He's not like. I don't know. think he throws a single punch in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like I, that then that, like I just thought that was, the type of character actor he was, and then I realized, oh no, he just does a lot of you know action movies. Yeah. So this movie is endlessly funny, but also just very badass in its presentation. I don't think there's, I don't think there's as smooth as a movie as this or sort of its counterpart, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like when I think of like just smooth, like slick mm-hmm. dialogue yep. and just like cool characters, just yeah. like a shit ton of them. Yep. I go back to these two movies. Yep. And Guy Ritchie kind of got away from yeah. making the, these, these, to fall these sort, but but he's gotten better in his recent years. Definitely. So yeah, the the Sherlock Holmes movies are great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're a completely different feel. Right. They're not. Like these, they're not a Guy Ritchie film. No, definitely. The this is like the pinnacle of Guy Ritchie films. Yep. yep. Yeah, for sure. So which like people have like tried to mimic like it's oh been, a lot of times so they tried many. to mimic <laughs> and. It just they they just don't quite yep. have the the script polish yep. no. or or the the eye to get great character actors to he, fill your cast. Like man, he when he, back in the day, like late nineties, early two thousands, he was like Shakespearean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah how he could sure. write these movies. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like, like the way, seriously, it's not like only poetry. not only the the dialogue, which is like ridiculous, but that alone would be enough. But then the story is mm-hmm. like interconnected in a way where you're like, what? Each one of his movies have a moment where you're like, no, where you realize like what <laughs> yeah. is happening. Yep, yep. And you're like, what? And it's just gonna get ridiculous from there on out. Like. In Lockstock, when like the the black guys are getting in the van, mm-hmm. and like, and then you realize where they're driving yep. to, and yep. you're like, yep. "What?" <laughs> you realize how connected they are, <laughs> and like in Snatch, when like you to finally see like how like the accident happened mm-hmm. and stuff, and you're mm-hmm. like, "No way!" Yep. Oh, getting yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, Snatch is love. Snatch is life. That's right. Up next, <laughs> this is a pretty obvious choice, but it's still. Uh, even after a couple of whatever sequels and years of teenage boys emulating it and other movies emulating it, I still love it. The Matrix. Mm. All right. 1999. First Matrix, I agree. The first Matrix. You can't, you can't go wrong with the first Matrix. I mean, the first Matrix, I, I, part when of you're, me. Like, with your list, being a badass, I, you know, you can't yeah. deny that. You can't. Because it the, is. Because like, you exactly look at the that. Matrix and part of you looks at <laughs> so many of the imitators yep. and so uh-huh. many of the bullet time effects that oh. we've seen in video right. games and movies and we look at it and just like, oh, it's eh, now it's really. But you go back and you think of the first time that you watched this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's just like the coolest fucking thing ever. for for, for yeah. me the first time i watched it i, I was sitting there just in, in awe like everybody was right. let's not let's not deny yep. there was nobody who was shitting on the matrix I mean, unless yet. you saw it yeah. after it the bullet time effect was old okay like, which yeah. some people have They've but i'm seen talking it, like, i'm talking between like 99 and 2001 no, yeah. if you saw it in the right at the right moment yeah, yeah when and i remember to. i remember think, sitting there thinking this is an american kung fu film yeah. this is this is exactly what i've ever like right. i've always wanted in an American kung fu film, yep, uh, but with this crazy science fiction twist that just makes it really amazing. <laughs> yeah, and as far Absolutely. as we've we've seen, we've also seen a lot of movies. This isn't necessarily the first one to do this theme. I mean, it's a, right. It's no, it's as, been done before. It's as old as Jesus fucking Christ. But the <laughs> idea of the idea of a messianic character. 
like right. the yes. one. Yep. This yep. movie does that so well mm-hmm. in yeah. the growth of Neo. <laughs> yes. From, from like just the being bumbling like the idiot, schlub. right? Like when he's in that office and he's like trying to run yeah. away and tripping over himself yep. like yep. an idiot. And to then like the end. to the end where he's <laughs> literally stopping. Bullets. Yeah, he's just stopping. My favorite part of that is when when uh, uh, the agent comes up and starts just every like punch he can land on him, and he was just sitting there almost lazily smacking them yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, <when they laughs> not even paying attention. He's just slapping <laughs> them away. And Keanu Reeves never going to be on my list of favorite actors. Nope, <laughs> but. Somehow, in the most like serendipitous of, of ways, he's perfect for this. You need here, here's how you per, here's how you use Keanu yeah. Reeves properly. Put him in a role where his character has no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. <laughs> yep, because because then the whole whoa works wonderfully. Yeah, the whole the whole basis of the movie is like a man who's. Stuck in a world that he feels like isn't quite right, and then is thrust out of that world into a reality that he doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah. That you have to assume is every day. For Keanu Reeves. That is Keanu Reeves when the I second look, he wakes when up. When I look at Keanu Reeves, I picture that happening every day. He just looks at his house and goes, "Whoa!" And yet, what? and yet, somehow you look at him too, and you're like, maybe there's part of this guy that's like really sort of wise like there is part of him that's sort of like timeless really because you look at Keanu Reeves really? and he hasn't really changed over the oh, years oh yeah well you know you look, at a, theory, look at a picture right? of you know look yeah there's look that at a picture, picture back in like 1805 <laughs> which but one you see real pictures of him as young like from Bill and Ted's excellent oh adventure. right yeah yeah and like, then now it's like what in some ways he reminds me almost of like Tom Bombadil <laughs> he's just, oh, just like aloof just sort of like gliding through life, gliding through eternities, <laughs> not really knowing what's going on, yet having every idea of everything that's going on. That, that's Keanu Reeves. Right there. That's great. So yeah, no, but seriously, after seeing, I remember seeing this movie. We saw bootleg of it in college. Somebody had gotten it on, on a computer or whatever, and we watched it. And um, and a testament to how great this movie was. The the bootleg that we got apparently, um, like it was like. It was like almost like a rip. It wasn't like a like a videotaping of it, but uh, but for whatever reason, it only got the sound effects uh, tr- audio track. It did not get the soundtrack audio effect. Oh, oh okay. Like, so like none of the music was in the entire movie. <laughs> wow! Like, not a what? single song. That would be so weird, right? That and would be so really so weird. like like. It was especially weird at times where in the beginning, when they go to that club and everybody's dancing, yep. we all just assumed it was some sort of future club where like, <laughs> they, where, like they could hear the music because they're just like, everybody's just like dancing. You don't there's know there's no some sound. Like Rob Zombie in right. the background? There's no sound. And the other amazing scene is the lobby. No music. Just... That would be intense. It was like just all you hear is the bullets falling. The, yeah. the, 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 the like stuff. So like your your movie off. experience was very way different, different than yeah. ours. So it's not just like because that has a very driving soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. And there was no 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 soundtrack. So that that being said, we watched it. We were like freaking out how good it was. We literally spent the next like two hours just like a mat. But if this was true, imagine doing this like. You know, oh, set, yeah. you could throw a chair up and you could just like do this, this, this before it even falls that's to the ground. The, that's and we're just like everything. We're just like, wait, but well, yeah. imagine that. And, and we're in college. Like, I would have understood it when I saw like 
Jurassic Park or something when I was a kid, and my friend Ryan and I would be like, oh my God, can you imagine that? You know, that kind of thing. But we were like that age. Yeah. Like, we are yeah. now like <laughs> like 20-something-year-olds, whatever, 19, 20, and we're like, oh my God, can you imagine if this and this? Yeah, <laughs> so but after seeing that movie, like, yeah, philosophy <laughs> majors were also doing that just with nerding out with, like, the the, what, the, the message right. and implications yeah. of it. Like I remember, like, how many sermons were there? Oh going? yeah, this was like <laughs> churches went berserk the over fact, this. The crap. fact the fact that this had like some loose parallels to Christianity just made like youth pastors. Oh berserk. yeah, every, every every youth pastor I knew was doing some kind of matrix. And yeah, on the speech. and on the same hand, I've heard so many people then have cla- like trips for their youth groups or other church congregations to go see the second one and sadly upset nope. <laughs> i had to nope. you know they're like we no. almost walked out like because yeah. i mean that movie's like actually like there's like inappropriate stuff in it whereas yep. in this, there's in, some inappropriate stuff in this one too they just gloss to some over extent it. not to the extent yeah. that there is in the second one where right. they're like grinding each other on like right. the entire the entire That's like the f- congregate like the, isn't that the third one or is that the second one i think, I think it's the, the second one, one where they go they, to like, the place where there's like the orgy there's a yeah. huge orgy <laughs> that breaks out an orgy and like all these youth groups are <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like the youth pastor's like we gotta go see the new matrix i gotta tell so many sermons on it uh. and it's like Ooh, this was not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> should have seen it first. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I mean, PG thirteen is PG thirteen yep, for a absolutely. reason. People. But yeah, so the yeah, the, the, the list of like badass things that this sort of set a precedent for is yes. almost endless. Oh, absolutely. Just the idea changed of, like, a lot of yeah, effects. The the, the the style in which it was filmed, the style in which yep. the characters were costumed. Yep. Just the idea of like endless guns. Yep. Whatever coming Leather out. Of trench trench Leather trench coats were, were were the thing for the <laughs> longest oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Every oh movie gosh. had one guy with a leather trench coat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, every what's high that, school had what's ten that? guys with a leather trench what's coat. What's that uh um oh oh that vampire versus werewolf Kate uh, Oh Underworld. Underworld oh, yeah. Twilight. <laughs> yeah, Twilight. <laughs> Un- oh yeah. Okay. How good would a crossover that be? Oh, they need wow. to do that. But like un- Underworld, I I think the 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 director of that just saw a major and went like, yeah, let's just do that with vampires. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but so you can't if you've never seen this. Which again, you're probably not. Who listening. are you? <laughs> who, are, who are you? Please, who the please hell are you? Reach out to us on Facebook page. To quote a movie further along in our list, who the hell are you? Um, nice. Oh, say, now say now I know what's coming. I'm yeah. excited. All right, well, uh, apparently here at Enter the Critic, we really like to talk about badass movies or movies that make you feel <laughs> badass because uh, we talked a long time on this one. So uh, we're going to break this up into two parts. Uh, so for the continuation of this episode, for the conclusion, you're going to have to wait till the next exciting week. exciting conclusion. That's right. And trust me, when you get to the end of this list, the last movie on this list is number one for a very good reason. It's going to knock your socks off. That's right. So, all right, well, catch us next week for the conclusion of the badass movie list. <laughs> <laughs>